Got your 20 in the trunk. Find me 20 more. Cut you in. 5%. Adios, cowboy. Fuck's your problem. I can handle your insults, but 5%. Alright, 10. 25. Take it or leave it. I don't have all day. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That, of course, is the Dallas Buyers Club. Released in 2013. Matthew McConaughey. Jared Leto. Jennifer Garner. It's a powerful film. About acceptance. About the medical industry. Very illustrious cast. Directed by a gentleman who left us today. Jean-Marc Vallée. Jean-Marc Vallée. A Canadian. I want to give my sympathies to the film community. To friends of Jean-Marc Vallée. As well as Canada. One of Canada's own is gone. I loved the Dallas Buyers Club. That is such a moment. Jean-Marc Vallée loved music. So much so that he um, he did a film. His first film was Blacklist in 1995, followed by Crazy. Or no, that was his fourth film. He also directed The Young Victoria. Café de Fole, for Flore. Uh, and if we go to Café de Flore... Café de Flore... I want to make sure I'm saying it right. But it has an interesting distinction. Café de Flore. Café de Flore. Now... 
is a Canadian drama film. Um, the film uh, cuts between two seemingly unrelated stories. One set in present-day Montreal focuses on Antoine, a successful club DJ, torn between his girlfriend, Rose, and his still complicated relationship with his child friend and ex-wife, Carol. The other set in the 1960s Paris features Jacqueline, the fiercely protective single mother of Laurette, a child with Down syndrome, who has a crush on Vernique, a friend and companion who also has Down syndrome. Oh, it's about reincarnation. Hello. Now, here's where we get to the... This This is interesting. Café de Flore had, you know, The Cure, Sigura Royce, Creedence Clearwater Revival, and Pink Floyd. Now, he literally had to get the rights to that Pink Floyd song. He loved music. He loved Pink Floyd. And that's what I wanted to talk about. And there's a really great conversation with him and George Strombolopoulos talking about their love for Pink Floyd and how he got the rights to that song. Because when you want a song from someone like Pink Floyd or The Doors, you have to shell out. You have to shell out. An illustrious director. Um, I didn't know him, but I knew his films. And if we can go over to here where he talks about fighting for Led Zeppelin to be the sound of sharp objects. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and I'm all for that. It's better than putting their songs in car commercials, which in the early 2000s, the commercials were doing was putting uh, been a long time since I rock and roll in a car commercial. But I let's let's. Let's let's go to this. I'm curious, what was the biggest fight you had to take on to get what you needed? Uh, on sharp objects and on every project, there's always uh, fights. But I always, on every project now, I fight for a number of days of shooting. And 9 to 6, I don't want to shoot before 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm 56. I'm tired. <laughs> wow. Can I, I come work on horses? I didn't even know that was possible. Can I? Start at 9 a.m. This is so European. This is my, oh, my God, yeah. You're from Montreal, right? It's, so it's, it's got to be a 9 a.m. call on the call sheet. If it's not 9, I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'm a responsible filmmaker. And we finish at 6, and, so, and I fight for a music budget. Because this, this, this is this is the nature of uh, of the storytelling, putting the music in the center of uh, the stories and on sharp objects. So it was this music budget, and we fought for Led Zeppelin for Led Zeppelin to become the sound of sharp objects, and and then we fought for the house to have a very specific house that become almost that became almost a character, and uh, and to uh, and Amy needed to shoot in L.A. So we found a house in Northern California. Uh, it was supposed to. It was taking place in in, in the south in uh, in uh, Missouri. So we didn't find one over there. We built the house, the interior of the house, with the porch on stage in LA, and we shot the exterior scenes uh, in Northern California. So that was a that was a, a big uh, a big expense. But HBO are such great partners, great partners, mm-hmm. and they're aiming for quality and they're. Uh, 
they know yeah and they're, they're they know when when it's time to take a decision and all right let's put money there and there Jean-Marc, tell me about how you worked with the actors when the material was so dark how did you sort of help them um, handle that weight every project uh, 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 on dallas there was a very damaged person there character of uh, to McConaughey. This one, uh, it was about, it's a family story, Sharp Objects, where there, there's a history of abuse between the woman of the family. And so, of course, it, it, it comes from a book. And, uh, and we loved the book, and it was, our, it was our Bible. So how we worked, uh, I mean, uh, Amy and I had a routine in the morning where we had to talk about the day as she was having two hours of makeup with all these scars, you know, on, the, on her body. And, uh, and uh, talk about the day and the scenes and where she is, where she, uh, where she's going, what's the uh, emotional uh, target, uh, uh, objective, uh, uh, goal today. And that's uh, Jean Marc Vallée talking about sharp, sharp objects. Um, it's a loss. I love filmmakers. I loved his filmmaking style. And um, let's end tonight with Sharp Objects. That was sharp. That's a trailer, a teaser of Sharp Objects from Jean-Marc Vallée. When I mean we we've lot of, we've lost a lot of people this year. Um, but when I saw that he had died, and I thought, oh God, Dallas Buyers Club. Now, he won an Emmy for directing Big Little Lies. Here's his interview after winning the Emmy. Did you, did you have high hopes that this would be a good night for you guys, or were you not sure with all the other great limited series this season? I mean, I was, I was, uh, I was having high hopes for my ladies, for the ladies, and... Uh, and uh, but you know, uh, just it, it's a win-win situation. We had 16 nominations, and we loved the show we made, and we received so much love and such great reaction that no matter what was going to happen, uh, 
was, was, was all right. You and, and I, I love this, so. Oh, it's amazing. You and I met uh, a few years ago when you were promoting the movie Wild, which you directed with Reese Witherspoon yes. and Laura Dern. What a different kind of dynamic between those two actresses from Wild to Big Little Lies. Was it exciting to see them at odds with each other after such a beautiful mother-daughter story know, in Wild? I, I know, being enemies, being rivals, it was, it was, yeah, it was exciting and it was fun. Because yeah. Reese, Reese has this, and she's so funny, she's a natural. And Laura's very funny too. So the two of them, Adley being, of course they had the plan, we had the script, but going, adding more and more, and it was, it was hilarious. When you think about all the different actresses on this show, and all there were actors too, Alexander Skarsgård, who just won the Emmy, was it hard to juggle all of the storylines? No, no, it was, uh, it was well, well uh, prepared, well written, and uh, it was, it was hard at the end with the five actresses and everybody. Everybody was there, the, the husbands, and and when they had to be the five of them in the same shot, oh. all strong women with opinions, and you say cut, and they all have something to say. And, uh, yeah. Let me just ask. Let me finish with one thing. Now that you've won the Emmy, can you? There's going to be a season two, right? After all the Emmy wins, there um, has to be. Um, I'm, I'm going to let this this question for reason be called, but but but, <laughs> I don't but see them. just like the audience, I wish we want it. All right, Jean-Marc, great to see you. Congratulations on all the wins for Big Little Lies. Appreciate it. That was Jean-Marc Vallée winning the Emmy for directing miniseries or TV movie for Big Little Lies. He also did Wild with Reese Witherspoon, which is that's such a powerful film. It's based on a true story. Um, yeah. Um, sorry. I try not to leave too much <laughs> silence within these podcasts, but okay. Or as they call uh, dead noise. Yes. Jean-Marc. That's that's such a name. Okay. It was from Quebec. Died in Quebec City. Ooh, Wild. Wild is so good. He directed Wild in 2014. Starring... Oh, it was produced by Reese Witherspoon. Starring Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern. It's based on Cheryl Strayard's memoir, Wild, From Lost to Found on the Pacific Crest Trail. The film stars Reese Witherspoon as a straight alongside Laura Dern as her mother. Strayard's story is about her determination to complete the Pacific Crest Trail by hiking and backpacking after numerous problems left her life in shambles. So, Jean-Marc Vallée, his directing style is very, very interesting. And I wanted to highlight that. Many of his actors were nominated for, you know, Matthew McConaughey and both Jared Leto won Oscars for their roles. We, Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern were both nominated. Um, he directed The Blacklist, Los Locos, Loser Love, Crazy, The Young Victoria, Café de Flor, Dallas Buyers Club, Wild, and Demolition. Ooh, Demolition is so good. 
I loved Demolition. I love that film. That film is with Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, his films are so... They, they, a lot of them, they deal with loss. They're shot so... Uh, I can't even speak right now. They're shot so beautifully. And so, if anything, that's how I want to remember Jean-Luc Vallée. Is for directing these beautiful films with so much drama, but there's always a light at the end of the tunnel for the drama. So, as always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>